Ben Maris, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called Tech Talks and it's a lot of shame, but I hope you'll enjoy it because I've kept it light. It's 30 minutes long and all about T-Side, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. Now then, listeners, now then, episode 29 of Ted Talks and Ted Anky Podcast, brought to you by Butterfun TV, Chilke Comedy, and JokePit.com, the comedy box office. That's my three sponsors, that's their plug out the way. We can now focus on a load of crap content that the old podcast's about, you know what I mean? Uh, listen, thanks for thanks for tuning in and thanks for sharing it about and that, you know what I mean? Uh, got another another good show in staff. Yeah, apologies about the sound qualities last week, but you know, there was good content there. So if you listen carefully, you'll understand it. I've hopefully got it nailed this week. Uh, but uh, I got the bus earlier on and there was a right smelly bastard on it and it got me thinking about personal hygiene and how important it is. So I wrote one of my world famous parody songs. Now I'm really sorry if it offends anyone because it's rude. So please don't complain or anything like that. But I hope you enjoy my version of Agado called Gooch, Gooch, Gooch. Here we go. Wipe your gooch, gooch, gooch from the front down to the back. Wipe your gooch, gooch, gooch so your pants don't smell of cack. Trim the hair while you're there. Talk your balls and spray your crack. Change your pants when you dance. No one likes a stinky sack. I met a girl in the street somewhere in Whitby she was selling seafood and decided to approach me and when I said to the girl your stock smells quite strong she laughed and whispered to me just like your bumhole and dong the lovely bitch she was right I did stink of shite I smelled so goddamn wrong she started singing this song wipe your gooch 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 from the front down to the back wipe your gooch 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 so your pants don't smell of cack Trim the hair while you're there Talk your balls and spray your crack Change your pants when you dance No one likes a stinky sack Wipe your gooch, gooch, gooch From the front down to the back Wipe your gooch, gooch, gooch So your pants don't smell of cack Trim the hair while you're there Talk your balls and spray your crack Change your pants when you dance No one likes a stinky sack but down on the shore, as we gathered romance, that fish scent I smelled actually came from her pants. Wipe your miff, miff, miff from the bottom to the top. Wipe your miff, miff, miff so the fishy smell will stop. Trim the hair while you're there. Chalk it up and spray your crack. Change your pants when you dance. No one likes a stinky rat. Wipe your miff, miff, miff from the bottom to the top. Wipe your miff, miff, miff so the fishy smell will stop. Trim the hair while you're there. Chalk it up and spray your crack. Change Change your pants when you dance. No one likes a stinky rat. That's right. Give it all a good clean and a wipe. Men and women. Sorry about that. You know, when you've just got like a song in your head and you'd have to like 
sing it or produce it, uh, I really apologise. It was absolutely filthy, that and disgusting, and I didn't mean to offend. <laughs> Right then, so my special guest on the podcast this week is uh, Teesside comedian uh, Catherine Young. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Ted. I thought you'd fell down a fucking hole there or something. You were a bit delayed, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, uh, I was trying to do oh. uh, dry January, but I'm just I'm going to get myself a glass of wine, celebrate talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh good it'd be quick yeah get, get smashed just get smashed on the podcast I'll go and uh, I've, I've got half, half, half a bottle of taboo in my drawer here I'll just neck that see what happens yeah, get that out <laughs> get, the, get the taboo out <laughs> so July, July January is 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 that the one where you uh, you, you don't drink or do you just cut down on lubricants um, well I've, there's probably two versions but I've been doing the uh, no alcohol version and uh, oh, all right. And then I just got to the day and I thought, ah, fuck it, I've had enough. You know, you're doing right. That's Someone it. said to me, I'm, do, I'm doing vaginary, and I was like, what, you're giving up fannies? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think that's vegan, Ted. I think that's vegan. Oh, yeah. not them vegans. I just want to get them all in a, in a car park and, you know, hose them down like in Turner and Ooch. You know when he washes Ooch in the back garden with the, with the hose pipe and the brush? That's what I want to do to vegans. <laughs> <laughs> Proper well. smelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I bet I've got vegans listening to this who are very hygienic. I bet they are. Uh, I bet they smell lovely. <laughs> yeah, but I always see them sort of like sat outside of, you know, like coffee shops on the floor rolling cigarettes and stuff like that. And I just think, ah, you, I bet you stink, you. Yeah, with like dreadlocks and sort yeah, I, I know, I know yeah. the look. Yeah, I know the look. I yeah, think oh, I'm not, I'm not using deodorant because it affects the ozone layer. Yeah, it's so just you smelly, smelly armpits, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't be doing with them there, you know what I mean? Maybe, Just go and have a bacon sandwich and shut up. <laughs> they probably are. They probably are, aren't they? Oh, yeah, I've uh, I'm washing myself with rainwater this week. Ooh. Yeah, get in the ditch. <laughs> yeah. I've been vegetarian, right? I, I, I've been vegetarian for a long time, but I do like butter cheese all that so i couldn't i couldn't quite go couldn't quite go the distance of um yeah cheese see i don't understand why why you can't have cheese and eggs and stuff i mean milk's just like from a cow's boobie isn't it it's nothing like it's nothing like an animal and cheese is made from milk that that's true but i mean but they say it's basically any any animal products but um yeah i mean i've been th- actually it's funny you know because the other day i started writing my own little sitcom and it's actually about um a butcher's shop next to a vegan cafe um and i'm gonna call it meat and two veg <laughs> oh this is can, can i can i work in the butchers if it makes it on the television please i reckon oh, i'd yes. be a good butcher mate i think i would put you i'd put you as like the butcher's apprentice you know what i mean yeah, and so yeah. he's, so there's going to be a butcher's apprentice now i think you'll be perfect for that role so the, but the butcher is going to be like you know like um oh like a, i don't know like a big big sort of 
I don't know. It's like a lovable, a lovable bloke who's single and he just gets everything wrong. But his apprentice is going to be somebody who's a little bit sort of got a bit more energy about him and is a bit cheeky, but like you. So you would be perfect for that, wouldn't you? Oh yeah! Do you know I can see playing the butcher as well? Do you know? Do you know Tom Davies? Uh, he's he's, uh, oh, he's, he's Have you ever seen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Murdering yeah. successful. He, oh, he'd be man. class as the butcher. Now he's apprentice, oh, and he could be telling me off all the time, going, "What are you doing, Ted? Look, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, just scuttling someone in the in the freezer. You know that type of stuff." <laughs> And you know what? I almost, I, I missed out on meeting him, right? I almost got to meet him because I was doing a gig down in London for Always Be Comedy and he was supposed to be on the bill and he pulled out at last minute. I was gutted. Oh, I know, gutted. I know. Oh, totally gutted. But he would be the butcher, so I, I can figure it, I can, I can write the rest of it now with him in my mind. Even if he, even if it never happens in my mind and in yours, Ted, he is the butcher. He'd be, he'd be class, wouldn't he? Because he's like six foot eight. He's got like massive, massive teeth and a big face. Yeah. I can just imagine him in a butcher's hat and an apron, holding a cleaver. Absolutely, um, he, he could, he could give a pork chop a good pounding. Is it pork chops yeah. that get the pound, not a steaks, isn't it? When you tenderise them. You give him a good. I think. Pounding. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's. You give. You give steak a good pounding. Yeah. Um. You know. And sometimes I do the same with uh, with <laughs> Big Fat Julie's rump. <laughs> I give that a good pound in every now and again. Well, so it's funny you say that because my husband has a good set of meatballs on him, and every now and again, <laughs> swinging at you like a net shopping bag. Yeah. Every now and again, they take a pound in. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what comedian comedian said this before, but he said, uh, "Oh, yeah, when I have sex, it just sounds like I've run around the garden in me flip flops." I bet that was Chris McLeod. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's a good, it's a good analogy, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. It's, you know, I used to, my first ever job was in New Balls, right? For one pound fifty four an hour, and all the pot pies you could eat. And I actually, I can, I can wear. So, like, say, like a small bag of mints or something. I can wear that yeah. even to this day, and I can tell you how many grams is in that. So I can, I, I know how to deal with with balls of meat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, or is it, or is it because, is it because you're from Teesside and you know how to operate in grams? <laughs> yeah. yeah, mate, oh, he knows a gram. Yeah, There's I know for a fact that's a gram just by holding it. <laughs> yeah, drug reference there for the listeners. If, yes. you, if you're not into drugs, then uh, you should be. I'm only kidding. Don't touch drugs. They're, uh, they're not. They're not good. Mm. Not good. Uh, what have you? What have you had for your tea tonight, Catherine? Anyway. Oh well, it's been very bland, very boring. I've gone for a classic uh, jacket potato with baked beans because I'm trying to lose weight. So I'm doing the thing all women do that they eat jacket potatoes with baked beans and until they hate the sight of them. That's what. I, yeah. <laughs> so that's no, that's I'm, what it's been. What about you? Uh, I've just had. Um, it was like. Um, um, a gammon sort of pasta bake. Was, uh, did you yeah. did you bake it? Or did fat Julie uh, jo- bake it? Julie, Julie, she uh, she put it in yeah. the oven before she before she uh, she went down the down the weather spoons now she's neck and pints of stout without me. <laughs> Honestly. The washing the ironing, hoovering. 
Uh, she'll go mad if she knows I'm recording this podcast and I'm on the phone to another bit of flange. She'll go mad. <laughs> no way. Hey, you're the, uh, you're, you're the second no-tail uh, to appear on the TED Talks um, podcast. Out of t- this, is 29, this is episode 29. Wow. I can't believe I've only had two women on, but you're the first Teesside woman, so really? therefore that's the best. Yeah. Excellent. And who was the first woman then? Who was the first um, no-tail, as you, as you call it? Uh, she, she, was, she was an alternative comedian from London uh, called Ooh. Bex. Um, and um, oh. yes, we had a good laugh. We had a good laugh, but uh, right. I don't. I don't think she understood me very much. Like what I was talking about, I think she thought I was a daft ass. But well, you'll get me. The accent, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, yeah. Sometimes when my fellow's from Sheffield, and every now and again, he doesn't know what I'm talking about, and that, that's only from Sheffield. So London, I've got no chance of there. No, do you find that with your with your fellow being from Sheffield? Do you have to like uh, do you have to like bribe him with coal and stuff like that? Oh yes, he likes a nice bit of coal. <laughs> Gets his eyes yeah. little. But the thing is, you oh. can't you can't bend too much of it because he's a tight he's a tight ass. Um, so that's the thing. I mean, he was a miner for seven years, and his dad was a miner for forty five years. But the I think that what happens is that they don't they, they sort of they find it really difficult to burn any energy because they've literally like dug it out the ground. So you can't if you switch the light on or you put the heat on or the fire. Yeah, you see him sort of start yeah. trying to like grit his teeth, and he finds that difficult. Yeah. Yeah, he's a tight So, uh, so he, he was <laughs> he was a he was a miner up until yeah. the age of seven, and then what? He just become a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so. I think so. I don't think he's ever been a child. It's an early, it's an early transition, that. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been a child. He takes everything very seriously. He's very grown up. He's much more grown up than I am. But he's, he's nine years older than me. So Yeah, I've, I've met him. He's a, lo- he's a lovely fella. Very yeah, friendly. He is, uh, I can't understand the word he says, but, you know, very, very nice. Uh, they all, they all call each other duck down there in Sheffield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. love. I get called. <laughs> fellas call you love in yes. Yorkshire. Some bloke went to me. Uh, I went, where's where's the toilets, mate? He went, I don't know, there, love. I went, who you call yeah. love, you? <laughs> I went, I'm, I like I like women. I've got no against you, but don't be cracking on to us, mate. You're calling me love, so. I'm a friggin' bloke. <laughs> No, but it was it was a lovely it was a lovely kiss. Though. I'll give him that anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, now uh, you're a comedian, but before we talk about your comedy, Catherine, I want yeah. to talk about your club singing. <laughs> club singer, aren't you? You're a yeah. club singer, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have oh. been since I've been nineteen, so that is we're talking. 23 years of club singing under my wow yeah. you must have yeah. seen some right sights oh i have i have i've seen yeah i've seen fights breaking out while i've been on stage one one bank holiday honest to god the fight broke out down one side of the room and went like a fucking mexican wave all the way over the fight <laughs> just went all the way over to the other side of the room and it started off with the blokes and then by the end of it the freaking women were joining in and everything um yeah, so I've seen I've seen all of that, and and yeah, you you know it's funny what you see because it. But generally, generally it's a nice night, and people are just up for a laugh, you know. Um, yeah. But poor old clubland is sort of it's it's a bit on its knees. You never go into a full club anymore. That doesn't happen. 
That's um, oh, no. yeah. Have you ever tried to win a comedy in in a club? Um, do you like know a, what? A, a, a club that a club that doesn't run a comedy night? That is, you know, like where oh, we're going to book a comedian as a turn on. Uh, yeah. See, I, I, I never have. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen it being done or attempted to be done. But basically, it's a yeah. fucking it's a fucking bear pit because what you what you tend yeah. to get is just a room full of blokes who are totally mashed up who are not wanting yeah. to listen to a comedian. <laughs> That's usually the result. <laughs> I uh, I I went to one and uh, there was some very good comedians on and uh, there was just this bloke sat on the front row and every time a comedian came on stage he'd just go fuck off fuck off fuck off <laughs> and uh, no one could get a joke out because he just kept shouting at them <laughs> it sounds like and, uh, <laughs> and then some uh and then some, i remember then we did it we did it the month that we had like uh i think we had about 300 people in as well it was rammed um no one was listening at the back though because you know the way they, they sit the tables yeah. and then we did it the month afterwards and we had six people in <laughs> so yeah we had uh we had you know danny postal the impressionist he was headlining it yeah, right yeah. and uh I, I shit you not right Halfway through his set, some bloke came in and started selling chops around the tables. <laughs> <laughs> Nicked meat, nicked M&S meat. Uh, oh, love Clubland, me. Oh, I do, I do. I love it. I've got a real sense of like, real affection for it. Real, because it's, I suppose it's just, it feels like it has been all my adult life, hasn't it? You know, um, but I've, I've had to start getting some gigs around um, pubs and stuff as well now because, the, like I say, the clubs are dying off. It's probably due to people like that man shouting fuck off every time everyone gets <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, yeah. the thing is, it's not like it's not as cheap as they used to be as well, is it, in the clubs? Because when you used to go to the club, you could get like a pint for like £1.10 or something like that. Oh, but now, yeah. of course, like all, all the pubs are closing down and the breweries are putting the prices up. Yeah. It's like the, it's almost pub prices now isn't it yeah that's it yeah because they were they, yeah they were like ridiculously low prices I re- do you remember um, oh there's a club uh, the Western Club in um, Middlesbrough like right right in the cent- centre of Middlesbrough the Western Club and bas- oh, yeah. basically what they used to do oh this is years ago but they used to have like members nights where it would literally yeah. be like 50 pence for a drink that's that's what and they yeah, would do yeah. them all of the time oh and, and I remember as a kid they used because my dad was a member of that club and um as a kid, they used to. You remember when they used to take the kids on to on to outings and trips and give them money and chocolate and all kinds and take them to flamingo yeah. land. Yeah, and there's none of that now. Um, yeah. No, it's a load of shite. My dad's my dad's a member of a club in Thornaby called Smokies, and oh. uh, it's literally it's the size of a garage. Right? It has one big snooker table in it, yeah. uh, a TV, a TV that was probably one of the the first ever um, high definition televisions from the late nineties, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then just a load of old blokes waiting to die in there, and yeah. uh, they 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 just uh, they give out on Christmas Day. They give out three pints to the members yeah. but it's still like only like uh, it's still only like one pound eighty a pint or something in there yeah. um, so no wonder he loves it absolutely I see I've never heard it and I've, most clubs I know of but I've never heard of that one but maybe because it's yeah. small Do you know where- it doesn't have turns on maybe 
No, it doesn't. Do you know yeah. where the, the Queen's is in Thornaby? Oh, yeah. The Queen's Club. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. the Five Lamps is. Yes. Well, direct, directly behind that Five Lamps monument is a, is a building there, and that's it, uh, and called Smokies. Oh, and that's yeah. where we're all hiding out, right? Go. No yeah. women allowed, though. No women allowed, oh, apart from yeah. New Year's, New Year's Eve. Right, do you know what? <laughs> There's still loads of clubs that have got that have got rooms. Now, a fella could not believe it. We went up to Sunderland, and he actually took a picture of the sign. Uh, no, no women in the no women in the gentlemen's bar. Yeah, so well. that just put a tash on and a beard, and just had a just had a walk round just to be a fucker. <laughs> 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 yeah, I bet I bet they wouldn't complain if a nice a nice flashy flashy set of flange walked in, you know, in a bikini or something. Oh, I mean, well, excuse me, where's the toilet? I bet they'd be like, oh, yeah. come in here, you love sit down, have a have a pint of magnet. Of course they would. Of course they would. I mean there's still clubs have strippers in that on. They are Sunday afternoon strippers. That was always a thing in clubs. Um, oh, I used I to love the rippers, me. Well, listen, you see, see, I mean, really, with me, I had to go for the singing because I've got a gigantic ass, so I could never. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. They'd be shouting more than fuck off at me if I got it out on the stage. <laughs> That's a lo- it's a lovely thought. It well, really is. There's an image, there's an image for you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name's Marco, and welcome to Marco Circus Workshop. That's right, kids. We'll teach you how to do all sorts of stuff, like juggling and eating parsnips in one. Balloon animals, riding your bike doing no anders, buddy ops, and all that type of stuff here at Marco's Circus Workshop. Ah... Don't worry, mums and dads, I'm fully DBS certified. Well, I bought it off a man in the pig iron, so that's good enough, isn't it? <laughs> I'm so circus-fied, me. I was born on the waltzes, and me dad used to spin us round right fast, and that's why I'm a little bit mad in the head and that, you know what I mean? I can juggle knives, me like. My latest trick is where I can put three caterpillars in my mouth and just eat all three of them in one big munch. And then I pull them all out onto the stage and the kids love it. They love seeing the caterpillars crawl out of my bum. It's a great trick. Honestly, it is. So what are you waiting for? Sign your kids up to Marco's Circus Workshop now and get yourself a free packet of Colgate toothpaste, a cock ring and three stamps. I told you I'm proper mad. Sign up, it's mint. What's 
what's uh, what, what's been what's been your best ever club singing gig? Then have you have you done like anything? You thought, oh, this is this is probably mint. This. Do you know what? I have a real real fun memory of one gig where I was um, I was solo singing because I've been in bands, duos, trios a lot, and so, uh, I do solo at the moment. And it's always the the hardest because you're just up there, obviously on your own. And I remember just um, doing this gig, and honest to God, this guy got up in the second half and he started dancing like the maddest shit you've ever seen honest to god and he was the better actor do you know what i mean i just remember thinking this is fucking brilliant this and everyone was pissing themselves laughing at him and it was infectious and another couple of blokes got up well then because they were having such a good laugh i put i put hot stuff on well then they all started friggin' stripping didn't they <laughs> <laughs> Looking for some stuff, baby, this evening. They all got the they all got the peckers out. Yeah, yeah, there was about well, they didn't go that far, but they stripped like waist from the waist up, that's where they stripped. And they were flinging their shirts around and everything. And I thought, well, what I what I thought was gonna be a bit of a dull night that's turned into a sausage fest here with these lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But it was just good. Brilliant. It was just good fun. It was just good fun. Just one of those nights where people probably just thought, right, fuck it, we'll just all have a have a piss about here. And yeah, that that sticks in my mind definitely. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever have you ever thought about doing like uh, you know like advertisement songs and stuff like that and jingles? Well, I haven't, but maybe I've been missing a trick. Would you, what would you yeah, uh, yeah. what would you recommend? Because I know you do well, quite uh, a few yourself. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I was the uh, I was the the of many years ago. I was the voice to the uh, the body form advert for quite a few years. You know, the world body form for you. That was me. Yeah, that was me. That was a good gig that one. I paid a fortune. My voice has changed a bit since then, but uh, very you know. very impressive range there, Ted. Very impressive. Yeah. I almost it's wouldn't good. believe uh, it, but as, as you, uh, you know, if you insist that was you, then I believe it was. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and, I, uh, and, I, and I recorded the uh, Umbongo, Umbongo, the drinking in the Congo. That was me as well. Uh, so I've done a few. I've done a, I've done a load. Um, I've done a couple of sofa adverts as well, uh, but they yes. were shite. I won't tell you about them. Um, and what else? What else was another good one that I did? Um um no, I think that was it. Okay. Yeah, that well, was I it really, really like I, I like the Umbongo one. In fact, when you when you just sang that there, I th- I think you'd do a really good um a really good version of you know the lion sleeps tonight. You know, oh, the uh, the um, what, that one, yeah, yeah. that one, yeah. Oh, I think you could do that. That one, yeah, yeah. In yeah, the it. jungle, the quiet jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could do that here. Yeah. I would put that on yeah. your list. There we go. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Make a note of that, yeah. I Bring say, out I tell you what, Lion Sleeps Tonight. If you don't, it would be a waste. It would be a tragic waste if you didn't. Yeah, I've, I've recorded a couple of songs on my podcast o- o- over the years as well, uh, yeah. including uh, songs of Big Fat Julie, uh, which was like, uh, I had a load of songs for her, um, um, you know, like uh, Tom Jones, Kiss, I've recorded that on you before oh, as well. Yeah. You don't have to be beautiful! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that as well. Uh, and then the, the other week, I sang my own version of The Power of Love, but it was all oh. about Middlesbrough called The Power of Clough. Oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> now, The Power of Love. The Power of Clough. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Now, I was thinking yeah, the different good. power of love. Do you remember the... Um, oh, you were, thinking, you were thinking a club singer one, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Jennifer, Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer Rush, is it? Or Jennifer, Jennifer Powell. Jennifer, Powell. Jennifer Powell. Rush. Yeah. That's it, Jennifer, yeah. Powell. One of them, yeah, one of the Jennifers. And yeah. I, I've won, right, no less than three caravan holidays at Butlins. Not Butlins, um, what they called Haven, Haven Holidays. I've won no less than yeah. three holidays with that song. But so basically we used to go pitch the tent up for one night, go in the competition, uh, the talent show, win the talent show with the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> and the prize was to go back for a week in a caravan. So that's I did that when I, oh. yeah, I, think I was 17, 18 and 19 when I did that that song so you know it's a, it's a confident technique I'll give you that it was <laughs> 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 well, that was me and Farley for a week that was it <laughs> oh lovely hello lovely. come in Andy come in Andy uh, <laughs> <laughs> well uh, this is primarily uh, a football podcast Catherine yes. uh, but we only talk about football very slightly uh, because there's normally much more fun things to talk about do, do, you, do you support the footy team I'm hoping you're going to say the borough well do you know what I went to school right next to the um, you know the old borough ground um, yeah 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 because yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I grew up on Parliament Road so you could actually you could hear so yeah so I mean I'm definitely Middlesbrough obviously I, my fella is uh, Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday um so I'll go to some of the Sheffield matches with him. But yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've, I've grew up with Middlesbrough, like I say. We, uh, the, the players used to come in the school and give us autographs and stuff like that, and we'd wave them off on the coach and stuff. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah. We, we need more stuff like that, don't we? Now, yeah. like, oh, now if the players are on the coach, wouldn't everyone have be given them the Vs? One has said away and up like, F off, F off, yeah. one gate, you lost last week. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that bloke in the club just sit there going, fuck off, fuck off. Yeah, some people have got no communication skills, have they? That's you know what I mean? But uh, yes, I, I remember a, a young Bernie Slavin coming in and giving us all autographs and stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, we were, we were always. Um, you know, Middlesbrough, but my dad was not, not big into football and he didn't take us to see the matches or anything. And he used to tell us that every time you heard the crowd going up, that's because the pork pies had arrived. <laughs> so for a lot of years as a young kid, <laughs> I thought, well, obviously it was when they were scoring goals, wasn't it? But I, but we honestly thought, oh, there's the pies. Um because you, <laughs> you could hear, you could actually hear the whole stadium go up from from our house. And and is, is that what spurns you on for a career in new balls? Then subconsciously, do you think? I think subconsciously it makes sense now that you've said it. I've never seen it before. Yeah, but I, I had a definite positive correlation with celebration around the pies. Yeah, so maybe. Hey, well, it's a good job. It's a good job your dad never said that the, stri- that the strip was coming out, or you might have ended up working in Angels. <laughs> Everyone would have been exposed to my ginormous ass, <laughs> whether they liked it or not. 
<laughs> just think though like you know when you wear one of them lacy sort of garter belt things around the waist and yes. everyone puts money in it the yes. skinnier you are the less money you get tucked into it ah, so right. yeah. make, make more, more money with a bigger pair of pants I'd have cleaned up definitely <laughs> I'd have uh, I'd remember many years ago me uh, mate Mala my me, me brother-in-law Mala uh, we went to the strippers and um, we didn't realise you'd have to put money into the strippers pants and stuff like that so so he just dropped 46 pence and coppers in um that's all he had on him um we got kicked out so uh but we got we got a good we got a good look at the at the goods before we were asked to leave so, well, so we yeah, went so too close not, not all, yeah not all wasn't lost then yeah i just remember leaving there and going, oh i want my money back then <laughs> 46 pence Mallow, you scruffy bastard so that's what he's like Uh, right, we must we must talk about your your wonderful comedy career so far. Because if the listeners at home don't realise, Catherine is a very very good comedian who recently won the Hilarity Bites New Act of the Year, didn't you, my dear? I did, yeah, yeah. It's a great it's a great award to win because it's a good good established comedy club been going for oh I think about 13, 14 years yeah, now. Yeah. So well well done on that. Yeah, uh, I entered it a few years ago and. Uh, um, I, yeah, I, well, I just crashed and burnt. You know what I mean? Like, um, I remember doing. I remember doing this one joke, and like this this old woman was in the crowd, and she sort of gasped so hard she was nearly sick um, at one of my jokes. So oh it was a nice feeling. It was a nice feeling. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so, so you, you must be you must be gigging all over these days, and are you getting about a bit, knocking out your funnies? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been it's been good because basically winning winning that means that it's sort of it's almost like a, a little badge you can sort of put on your CV, isn't it? And sort of go and it, and it's nice as well, you know, when you bump into some like say somebody you haven't seen for a while, and and they go, oh, oh, I saw you doing comedy, and you're like, yeah, I am, but but I, I actually won something because you can see them sort of thinking, oh. I bet you shit, and then, and then yeah. well, I didn't. Yeah. I get that look all the time. <laughs> it's almost like you know, I've got proof that I was good on at least one gig. You know, there's been at least one gig that I did well on. Um, but yes, it's been nice, and now now it's it's good because I'm getting like uh, bits of paid work and that coming in. So that's lovely uh, to do. Oh, you know, good, to, good. To be paid to do something that you just would you know love to do anyway is yeah it's a total bonus but um i went down yeah. Yeah, i went down to london and i i did some gigs down there that's the furthest i've been um and yeah are you going to wedding this year no i'm not i've um i'm gonna go up as like a punter you know i want to i've never actually been to the to the edinburgh uh, fringe I've always wanted to go never been so I'm going to go for a couple of days this year oh you um, love it you love it it's full it's full yeah. of uh, it's full of arsehole comedians like but uh, you know like the ones who sort of walk around thinking yeah I'm going to get noticed I'm going to make it really big yeah and like, you're not mate because like it's probably Absolutely. the hardest place to get noticed even though you think it's the place to go to get noticed all, yeah. the, all the top agencies and all the top management ones are pumping the shows for the people to get noticed you're going up there and just doing your own little show it's got to be absolutely brilliant to get noticed it's like needling so, uh, stuff then isn't it yeah it's, of course yeah, yeah I mean I just but, uh, wait, I'm, I'm going up 
you? I'm going up. Oh, yeah, I'm, t- I'm hopefully taking. Uh, I'm hopefully taking me halls of ridiculous panel show up there for uh, for the fortnight with me mate Chris Chris Lum. Oh, and so if you're up there when we're there we might get you on as a panelist because oh, we need panelists you see I would love to I would race oh, I will try and get there that could be your performance debut oh, that would so, be brilliant oh that would be brilliant yeah. definitely yeah yeah we'll look after you we'll look after you you know what I mean um, oh. so uh, yeah, I know you've done a, you've done a couple of gigs for the sponsors of this show showcase comedy in the past and uh, you did yeah. really good for them you've also done some for Little Matty on uh, the Laughing Pug Avenue uh-huh. and you've got some coming up for him yeah uh, yeah I think. and i did one just last night as well for my um there was a oh was it a good good night yeah yeah it was down at the artisan it was the first night down there in middlesbrough and it was lovely it was really nice um yeah, oh, he's, I mean, he's booked me to uh, he's booked me to MC his new night in Thornaby at uh, at what you a club that used to be called the Nash um, oh. Thornaby Sports and Social Club it's called now I'm, oh, I'm looking really? forward to it but Thornaby's Thornaby's my hometown and yeah. I've never performed in Thornaby before so I'm either there's either going to be loads of lasses turning up with kids at a man or um, <laughs> I love the little or, running around yeah yeah or, or some some like disgruntled mams who I your catalogue money to you know what I mean oh, so God. It could yeah, go bad I'm, then, I'm couldn't it? Fault. It could, it could, yeah. Uh, I might end up having like a, a, a bare knuckle gypsy fight in a car park with uh, with some old enemies as well. That's just, just on of it, isn't it? That's what we do. Do you know what a top tip I would have is that you get one of those, um, you know, you can get electric fly bats, you know, from the pound shop. And if you, oh, yeah, now, yeah. yeah, you can, yeah, so if you can have one of them, just keep one of them to hand. And if anyone comes like rushing yet, you can always just give them a little zip, you know, just to give, buy yourself a bit of time. And, um, it's a good idea, get, yeah, yeah. Get the edge on them. That's uh, the, the, the old electric fly bat's good, good in a fight. Yeah, get in with that, then I'll just run, run like fuck. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. only ever hit ex boyfriends yeah. with it, but I can tell you from experience. It does. It, it it does buy you at least twenty seconds to get out of there. Oh, that's all I need because I'm proper fast at running. <laughs> that you know what I mean. I'm a good swimmer and I'm a fast runner. Oh, so. Well, I might, we might come down to that gig then to watch you MC in. If it's it's only local to us, that Sarna B. Oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah. it's on. Um, it's on. It's on a Friday, yeah. and it's uh, February the uh, the sixth, I right. believe it is. Friday, February the sixth. Yeah, and I think the, if you go to the Laughing Pug, uh, the Laughing Pug web page or Facebook page, yeah. there's an event on there, and there's a ticket link yeah. to buy tickets for it as well. But loads of loads of my fans have said to come in. Yeah. Uh, just hope the on the best behaviour and just don't do me head in because I'll have to give them all a slap. <laughs> Well, they'll, they'll know it's coming on. They'll know what to expect from you. <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah, and then uh, and then what we'll do afterwards is we'll all go down the town afterwards, and we'll just just try and scuttle as many lasses as we can. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> well, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> Why change? Have a lifetime, Ted. <laughs> why? 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 Yeah, just get on, no, do no, some no. super fast scuttling. I'm a class booker, me, so that's all you need to know. Top class. Um, class, 
top class, top class booker. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, this has been a lovely chat. This Catherine, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, oh, so have you got any anything coming up? Uh, have you got anything coming up really soon that you want to promote or give you the give your social media things a, a plug? Ooh, yes. Do you know I need to keep doing that because at the end of every gig, I should say to everyone, please like my Facebook page, Catherine Young Comedy. Please go on there and give me a review, a nice one. Um, or press the like button and I keep forgetting but so yes yeah, so uh, Catherine Young Comedy on Facebook that's my social media outlet where everything's Brilliant. on there yeah so that would be great if people want to have a put a like on there and then I put all of my um, gigs and everything go up on that page so oh good yeah. good well that's what you need to do listeners go and follow Catherine on the Facebook page and that and uh, you can see she's a, she's a, she's a cracking T-side girl with a, with a lovely sense of humour and uh, and you made it your first a massive ass as well yeah. uh, so it's good to know isn't it <laughs> <laughs> there's no pictures of that on the Facebook page though yet. <laughs> uh, yet. Well, you go. There's an incentive to like the page, isn't there? Uh, you could do. You could do a Facebook live. You know, like when you do one of them um, them um, uh, releases. Yes. Uh, ooh, Catherine Young is going to do uh, an arse release video in the next next three hours, <laughs> and then the countdown to it. Well, we could, you could start your own, couldn't you? Instead of Facebook, you could have arse book and just pictures of everybody's ass instead of their faces. <laughs> Yeah, ask ask pamphlet. There we go. A new social media site, yeah. Ask pamphlet. Where you go on, and it's just just everyone's asses as profile pictures, and all like family photos of just asses. Yeah, great. And they've all got like little eyes through on them and mouths and stuff like that. So it's just ass characters. Yeah, I've got a selection of wigs. Actually, I could I could do some something, you know, with a few wigs and. It, it, it could be a lot of fun, couldn't it? It could, yeah. Ask yeah, quite good that, yeah. And then I might start another Ask one, a, a sister site called Titflyer. Titflyer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Titflyer, I yeah. like it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Titzine. Titzine.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be great. I'd, uh, I'd sign up for that one. Yeah, same here. Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. I've got yeah. there the three uh, that I use. Uh, anyway, I'll let you. I'll let you go because no doubt, with you being a woman from Teesside, you'd be missing Emmerdale. So I'll. Uh, well, that's true. I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you, we are lad being from like Yorkshire as well. I'll be like, come on, Catherine, I'm missing Emmerdale, ain't ya? <laughs> so you want to get back and watch that. Uh, but uh, it's been lovely talking to you. Uh, good luck with your future gigs, and hopefully, I'll see you at that one in, uh, in Thornaby on uh, February the 6th. Yes, brilliant. Well, thank you for having me, Ted. You're welcome. Catherine Young, there, ladies and gentlemen. What a lovely, lovely lady. Bye. 
Right, so it's come to that time of the show now where I like to answer all your questions on the social medias and that, and you know what I mean? And uh, this week I asked for some specific themes. Uh, I asked for questions about the royal family, animals, aliens, soap operas, fit over 60s, and of course the mighty Buddha and Teesside in general. Okay, so we'll put some little shifty music on. There we go, and we'll go to question number one. Here we go, let's have a look. Uh, Mark Cromack, my granddad went for a checkup, and the doctor said he had to do something that gets his pulse racing for half an hour a day, so we started watching Ollie Oaks. He only watches Emmerdale for the fresh air. It's a good soap uh, uh, reference. It's not a question though, is it, uh, Mark? It's more like you're just showing off because your granddad watches Ollie Oaks, probably gets an art on, but uh, thanks for getting involved anyway mate cheers pal uh, Tony Stephen uh, he's always a smart ass Ted I don't finish making the beds and washing the pots till 8pm so my question is would you trust Big Fat Julie with Paddy McNair I, I wouldn't know because she's, uh, she's got one she she bought Shoot magazine the other week and there was a poster of him in it and uh, she's got it up in the uh, in the laundry room and I've seen her go in there every now and again and rub a fanny on him so yeah I don't trust her at all with uh, McNair uh, Billy Middleton what member of the royal family has the best flange uh, it's a really good question that um, I'd probably you know I, straight away you're going for these young'uns aren't you but not me I'm going for the big fiery Fergie flange me oh what a lovely flange that would be oh the fire pit of love oh yeah I'd, I'd like to see that one yeah uh, Bryce said Wilson Ted is someone who claims to be a vegan a proper vegan if they still like the money on their lover's park sword um it's, uh, it's a good question that um, depends doesn't it when you say munch does that like mean bite it off and eat it because then that goes against all of the principles of being a vegan or a vegetarian um, but um, I think because it's the, the park sod is still attached to a living human um, you can you can more or less still put that in one's mouth and it wouldn't be classed as breaking the rules because it would be like if a vegan went up and just give a cow a kiss on the head wouldn't it it's just like kissing a live animal but if that person was dead and did that then did well they want reporting the police don't they you know what i mean so interesting question that there uh sad wilson dave yendel caught my wife nosing through the window for a good half hour last night do you think i should let her in go out yeah yeah you should mate yeah um n- not really uh not really in theme with the questions that though is it dave but uh i've read it out anyway on the podcast what a dickhead i Brian Sigsworth do you think Ali's dad uh, this is about the royal family I assume the ginger one that was given Diana a second to will be bothered about Ali living in Canada and that do you think he'll be flying over an easy jet Um I'm not going to make any suggestions about that because I have heard that the Secret Service do listen to my podcast um, for conspiracy theories and to catch people who don't believe in the proper stuff um, like, uh, you know, Charlie not being so-and-so's daddy and that, you know what I mean? So, um, but um, I think Charlie will go over and see because they'll want to see the little grandkid, won't they? So, yeah. Uh, next question David Gray in the song Beautiful by James Blunt he said in one of the verses I won't lose no sleep on it because I've got a plan but then in the car 
Chris, he contradicted himself and said, I don't know what to do. Did he have a plan or what? Um, but he probably did, mate. I don't think he's fucking bothered, you know what I mean? He's a multi-millionaire. That's why he just sits on Twitter and uh, making loads of funny comments and not bringing any more music out. So, ah, uh, oh, look, and Carl Lomas has, has, has took the piss out of your name there, David, and said, he's not as good as you, David Gray. <laughs> White ladder rocks. He's referring to you as the shaky head uh, ginger singer, who you do look a little bit like, and you also look a bit like Blackburn for a centre-back Colin Hendry as well yeah yeah Adam Smoggy Martin said if you were a mastermind what would be your specialist subject would it be something like the filthy flange of local clubs and pubs of butter uh, easy, too easy that I'd walk away with the money wouldn't I you couldn't trick me out on that uh, it'd have to be something like mad you know what I mean like um, um, you know how, how, how many how many you know millimetres is the size of the average clitoris I don't I know that, I know that. I'm not going to share the answer because I'm saving it for mastermind. Uh, uh, if uh, if a cow had a fight with a pig, who would win? You know, animal fights and stuff like that. Animal fights might be a good one. I've seen a few of them. Could go on that. Um, yeah, some somebody's put their, uh, Adam Smuggy Martin has put Big Fat Julian at uh, times and tribulations in the club bongo. Mate, you wouldn't have enough, uh, we wouldn't have enough time on, on the show, you know what I mean? I just like, beep, 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 beep. That's your start, it's your finish. I'll still be going on with loads of stuff about Jolie. There's loads in the bongo. Oh, God. I remember uh, once taking the knickers off on the dance floor and everyone sort of did that thing, you know, what kids do at parties with the parachutes. And we was, okie 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 okie. I'm a spit smelly. Uh, Duncan Phillips, that's a soap question. All right, Ted, I applied for the part on EastEnders. I only wanted to knock the Mitchell brothers out because they're soft as shit. What soap would you like to be on? And why? Well, I can see myself. It's a good question, that, by the way, Duncan, who gladly buys me coffee every week on uh, coffee.com, K-O-F-I-Dash-Com. Thanks, mate. Um, I would like to be on the old Demmerdale farm, like me, you know what I mean? Because there's some very, very tasty flange in uh, in there, like that prayer. And, uh, you know, Benice, I'd have a bit of Benice on uh, Emmerdale. Um, and there's a couple of others. Uh, I wouldn't do Laurel, though. She looks a bit like a mouse. Uh, I'm sure she's lovely, though. Um, but yeah, I reckon I could be uh, I reckon I could be a good dingle on there, you know what I mean? Like I could go on as like the Beatles loving Ringo Dingle, uh, and like I'm I'm like, you know, a bit of a bit of like an idiot and a bit of a dad man, but I'm also, you know, giving all the flange on Emmerdale of a right good seeing though as well. Um but I reckon you would be able to knock the Mitchell brothers out, Duncan, because you 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 you're fucking massive, mate. Uh Wilf Wilf Smith, who would win in a boxing match between E.T. and Yoda? and they're not allowed to use the force or out either you know any special powers in that um, it's, a, it's a good one that I mean I don't think Yoda would have would have the strength to, to knock E.T.'s massive head over and the way E.T.'s built with like his big long flat feet and little fat ass I reckon you wouldn't be able to knock him over at all but then again I don't think E.T. would be able to pack a decent punch with his tiny little like twig hands so um, I think it'd just go on for ages and then they'd just they'd probably just get up uh, they'd probably just give up and, uh, and just probably go for a pint together and chill out and that you know what I mean uh, let's have a look uh, Craig John 
Dodsworth, what do you look for most in over 60? And then he's put a little uh, a little picture there of Super Ted and the Space Beavers. <laughs> like that, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I used to love Super Ted and Spotty and Texas Pete and Bulk and all of them. Oh, lovely. Uh, I just, if they, sometimes in the other 60s, like, if they're not attracted, you've got to have a, you've got to have a look at the savings book, haven't you? And see if you've got a bit of cash, because, you know, realistically, on T-Side, you've got a life expectancy of 63. So I'm probably waiting for another another three years and I'm cashing in that uh, that life insurance then and, and any savings. So that's one of them what I'm looking for. But if they're a fitty, uh, then I'll have a, I'll have a, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll be well happy, you know, with a nice, a nice glamour nana on my arm. It'd be lovely, that, won't it? Uh, <clears throat> let's have a look at the next one. John McIntyre, well, Ted, uh, along with your other fans, we're wondering why the hell you aren't on Love Island this year. Have you seen the state of them total bellends on there and all them skanky girls? So, Ted, if you were on there, what would be your best shot-up line to entice the flange into your boudoir? And then he's put four sort of cool, sm- uh, smiley emotives with sunglasses on because he knows I'm cool as fuck like. Uh, I, I think what they'd do is that I'd, I'd show them how many press ups I can do first and then they'd be impressed by that I know for a fact I would be uh, and then I'd, uh, I'd I'd do some impressions and that you know what I mean and try and entice them with my humour um, and then and then I'd just get them absolutely smashed and just go hey do you fancy coming back to my boudoir and we'll just go and have a little cuddle and that no it'll go on you know what I mean but as soon as I like lie down with them and they feel the power of the spoon next thing I know I'll be super fast scuttling and I'll be putting in a proper shift as well and then what they'll do is they'll come out the next day and they'll sit around the pool and they'll go, oh yeah, um, I coupled up with Ted last night and uh, oh my God, he proper booked us dead fast and, you know, super fast scuttling, but it was amazing. And the next thing you know, they're all wanting to go and I'll probably be the first person on Love Island to go through them all, even the presenter. Yeah, I'd have done flack last year, no problem. And now that little Irish one, and yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Lee Paprill, do you think that behind closed doors, the Queen has ever referred to Harry as the effing ginger C-bomb? We don't allow the C-bomb on the show, that's why I've cut it out. It's probably the only swear word I don't approve of. Um, And I don't think she would. I don't even think she knows what that word means. I think she's been hidden from that word all of her life. Um, and you know just like the word chav and the word benefits and and the word uh, you know give you know words give money to the poor um, so um I, I don't think she would, you know. You would not want to talk about the grandson like that. She's probably calling him a, he's a little scamp at the moment, you know, for what he's doing and wanting to get out of the royal family. But I don't blame him. I'd want to get out of the royal family if my uncle was, you know, and doing, yeah, mm, yeah, can't mention it, but uh, allegedly. Uh, and last question. Oh, it's a good one again. There is some proper decent over 60s flange out there. A current top 10 would be good. Well, uh, what I've done is because um, I've, I've prepared actually uh, it's the only question I did I did prepare for the others I've answered off the cuff uh, but I've seen that one come up and I've prepared the top 10 so I think what we need is some proper top of the pop style music and I've uh, and I've done this uh, for you know just it's not just over 60s um, it, you know there's, there's late 40s and onwards in there so let's see what you think start the top of the pops music <laughs> What did I say? The wizard. 
We've got the lovely Mexican style lady Salma Hayek, age 52. Straight in at number nine, you've got 73 year old Ellen Mirren, who's renowned for getting the baps out in some of the movies and that. Lovely. Coming in there at number eight, you've got 52 year old Kate Galloway. Oh, I'd love to stick one in her big mouth, I'm telling you now. Defo. Number seven, oh, holding up the rear. It's not with 60-year-old Carol Vorderman. What a shape she's got for her age. Ho-ho! Oh, it's good, this. It's good. Right, in at number six, you've got old Ginger Minge yourself, 51-year-old Nicole Kidman. I do love Nicole Kidman, defo. Coming in at number five, you've got breakfast uh, presenter, uh, Susanna Reid. She's 49-year-old, the youngest on the list today, but a very lovely bit of flange, got to say. In at number four, the very beautiful Sandra Bullock. I'll give her speed when we super fast Scotland and that, you know what I mean? And guess how old she is? 51. Top three now, closing in there. It's going to be adventurous this one, are you ready, Maddis? Oh! In at number three, you've got the beautiful 60-year-old Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, isn't she gorgeous? Oh. In at number two, beautiful, beautiful friends of everyone, Jennifer Aniston. She's 50. Oh, God, she always has a nipple on in the friends like. I like that. And now at number one, over the hill, bit of flange, well, we say over the age of 49, it's got to be the beautiful, groovy baby, Elizabeth Hurley. 53 and still absolutely hot as fuck. Oh, oh I'm going to have a good think about this right now. Oh. Uh. Well, what uh, what better way to celebrate the show and having uh, a lovely female guest on the show than a load of sexist material. I do apologise if I've offended anyone there. I've only just realised as I got to the end of the show that uh, I start off with a rather rude song in the show as well, which references men's genitalia and female genitalia as well. So you apologise for that, you know what I mean? But you might have liked it. Some of you will love your own mucky gets. And then obviously the questions, all the questions are always from airy ass blokes asking sexy misogynistic questions and that and I just answer them but uh, I hope you realise it's like that it's fun and uh, I'd probably know women listen to this anyway it's probably just Catherine and that's just because she's on it this week uh, and then uh, obviously then I, I did the rundown of the top 10 sort of uh, over 49 year old flange and I think it's I think that's about educating because uh, I think people want to know that you know what I mean and what I'll do is I'll do it for the blokes next week I'll do the top 10 uh, best looking older blokes as well and I'm sure I'll be in that uh, that list as well you know what I mean so yeah anyway thank you very much for um, for contributing thank you very much for sharing the show please please invite your friends your family your dog your, your elderly relatives uh, kids let your kids listen to it as well I want more listeners I do I need to get the numbers up so spread the word honestly it's much appreciated 
if you haven't done so already and you're listening to this on iTunes or on Stitcher, please give me a five-star review. It works wonders for me confidence, you know what I mean? I get a bit of a bonk on about it and that. So please, please do that. Um, big thank you to the sponsors of the show, Butterfan TV, providing fan content online for all Middlesbrough Football Club fans. Um, Showcase Comedy, providing fantastic nights of comedy in the northeastern Yorkshire. And then jokepit.com, the comedy box office. And that's where you can buy tickets for more or less any comedy show in the UK. It's proper mint, I tell you. So, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 29 of TED Talks, TED Anky Podcast and that. Have a great week and, uh, as always, up the butter and believe.